Ikigai Coaching. My name is Danny Jones, and this is your Ignition Spark. Welcome back. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for joining us. My name is Danny, and this is IHI Coaching. So today's podcast, we are going to be talking about the next two podcasts and why we recorded them. So normally we will just have podcasts that are inclusive or we might do a series, but this podcast is going to be the preface for the following two. And the following two are actually just going to be a affirmation for you to listen to at night before you go to bed or while you're falling asleep. And then the morning affirmation is going to be uh, something that hopefully we can integrate to you using with your maybe Amazon or Google or whatever device you use as an alarm clock. And because I want to use this as an alarm clock for you or as something you can do first thing in the morning, we won't have the introductions, we won't have my telling you who I am or introducing the company or anything. It's solely going to be the affirmation so that way you cannot get distracted by the other stuff. Now that said, I want to do a little bit of an explanation behind our affirmation. So you may be very familiar with affirmations. You may listen to them already. Uh, if you don't, I want to encourage you. They can be radically transformational. So let's start with the current circumstance. Uh, it's the almost the end of 2021 and you know, anyone who's been alive knows that it's been a difficult time. And in here in Hawaii, where we're based, we're far from normal uh, with all of the different mandates and requirements and shutdowns and whatnot. But if you were paying attention, you'll notice that we're at the point where we realize that this may not go away and you know we don't deal with um, issues outside of leadership generally and so we're not going to be discussing any of the um, policies or requirements that are in place right now we are going to talk about your responsibility what i mean is circumstances are very often something that you can't control. No matter how much we want to control our environment, control the people around us, or, or whatever, if, if you are the controlling type, and even if you're not, we still, as humans, want to be able to control our environment, but we recognize that if you really look, you'll notice that there's not that much that we have control over other than how we react to things. So I, I believe it was Will Smith, forgive me if I'm wrong, but it was a quote where he said something to the effect of, you know, what happened to you may not have been your fault, but you can be sure that it's your responsibility to deal with how it affected you. And so what I take away from that is, you know, maybe you had a, a poor deck dealt to you. You know, maybe you grew up in a, in a rough neighborhood or... Um, to parents that were poor or not there or whatever it was. Yeah, 
that's not your fault, but it's your responsibility to become the whole person and operate at full capacity in this world. So that said, one of the things that I want to do is talk about one small actionable step that can be radically transformational in your life. And that is affirmation. And I realize that that term gets really used and is, is sometimes a little potentially frustrating, but the reason it's used a lot is because it works. So, you know, when they say like, oh, that, that's so cliche. Well, if it's cliche because it's been done so many times because, well, why change a good thing? When we go to sleep, our minds take the time to take all of the day's memories and process them, put them into long-term storage, and then file them away. So what happens is, it's like data processing from the corporate world. Somebody's going to take all this information, they're going to aggregate it, they're going to put it into the, the right computer software, whatever it is, or file it in boxes and take the boxes, put them on the hand truck and put them down in storage. Well, if we stick them in a box and stick a rotten sandwich in there, or we take a scoop of dog poo and wipe it all over. When we go back to access that box or that memory, it's covered in dog poop or it's got a rotten sandwich in there. When we end our night feeling junk and feeling disappointed or, or sad about the day, that's Basically what we're doing is we're wiping garbage and junk and negativity on the memory and so it gets stored negatively with all these negative connotations. That's only a problem when we let it spiral in that direction because we are people who look to the past to see the future. Oftentimes that can be helpful. But the problem is if all we see when we look back is negative, 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 then we're going to look at it and be like, oh, well, I guess tomorrow's going to be junk too. Now here's the thing. Far more of our life is based on perspective. Interestingly enough, so many people has developed this sense of malleable reality and the analogy or the story that one of my mentors wrote in a book I probably shared it on a podcast before but he was talking about uh, a golf game when he was had a coach and everything and you know the coach asked him hey how did you do and he said well I I was doing super great on the first 17 holes and then on the 18th hole I did really badly and then it ruined the whole game in terms of my my final score and so his coach was like so you lost he's like well yeah but I was doing so good and the coach said but you lost in the end and that is the reality that this person had to live in that he lost the game at the end of the day though he can take and he can sit and think about how 
sad it is that he lost the game and think to himself, wow, I'm just awful. I still lost. I'm a terrible golfer. Or he can sit and think, how did I do the first 17 holes so well? Celebrate those. Say, yeah, you know what? I lost the game, but I played the best I've ever played on those first 17 holes. So in the end, yeah, I lost, but there's so much good about it. Never neglect reality, but always remember what the truth is. So it's true, he lost the game. But the truth is, he's gotten better as a golfer overall. The same thing happens with our day. We have to figure how we're going to frame it in our own minds. There's a famous story of a little boy who he's out at the baseball field by himself and he has his baseball bat, he has his baseball, he throws his baseball up in the air and he takes a swing, he misses. And then he grabs the ball, he says, I am the greatest batter in the world. He throws it up in the air and he takes a swing and he misses. Picks it up again and he says, I'm the greatest batter in the world. Tosses it up, swing and a miss. He does this maybe 10, 20 times and he misses every single time. And then he stops and he says, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. Now, I'm not encouraging you to neglect reality. You know, you missed 20 swings that you took. It doesn't mean that you can't get better. But the problem is when we start adopting into ourselves, I am a bad batter. You're speaking into the future as well. Now, any psychologist will tell you that anytime you speak into the future, you're lying, period. If you're not omnipotent and you don't know prophetically through a magic ball that you are going to go someplace, then anything you say in the future is technically a lie because you don't know. You know, I tell you that I'm going to post this and I'm going to post two more recordings, but my computer could blow up while I'm trying to post the second recording and it never happens. So that would be a lie. Now, we can argue the the morality of the term lie and say, oh, that's not really a lie. But the, the truth is, period. You don't know, so you can't say that honestly. So what am I saying? If you're going to lie, lie in the positive. Don't sit here and say, oh, I'm the worst batter in the world. I suck at batting. No. Today I had a rough day. Tomorrow's going to be better. You don't know that, but you also don't know that it's going to be terrible tomorrow because you had today's experience to learn from. So the next thing about this is affirmations. They have to be in the positive. So your subconscious doesn't make the distinction between positive and negative. So the experiment that I learned when I must have been in high school was that I'm going to tell you in a moment what not to do. And I might have actually said this to you before, but I'm going to tell you what not to do. So no matter what you do, do not, do not think of a fluffy white bunny. And of course, naturally, you're going to be thinking of a fluffy white bunny 
because your brain cannot decipher between do not and do. It just sees fluffy white bunny. So you hear terrible batter. Your brain's not going to say, I'm going to be better tomorrow. It just hears terrible batter. So you need to start taking out some of this negative talk that you're putting in. There's, if You don't need to add to the list of negativity. All you got to do is turn on the news. Practically any country in the world, just turn the news on and you'll just have plenty of negativity for your life. You don't need to add to it. The morning affirmation, also very significant because the first 30 minutes of your day, I think it was Simon Sinek or someone who was talking about how he never uses his phone as his alarm because as soon as he grabs his phone, he's going to check his emails, he's going to check his social media and all this other junk. And as we know, because science has proven it over and over again, social media and whatnot completely hijacks our dopamine system. And unfortunately, most of the time, it just drives us into the mud. They say that you shouldn't have a cup, a cup of coffee the first hour of your day because your body is naturally waking up and naturally adding all the, the chemicals that are caused by caffeine. But when you have the caffeine at the end of the hour, it just kind of jumps with it. But that first hour is so important. So the first half an hour of your day, I really want to encourage you, before your feet even hit the floor, before you roll out of bed, you can listen to the recording that I'm going to post, or you can just make your own. Record it on your phone, your phone, the voice memos or whatever, and just play it for yourself the first thing in the morning. This is so significant. I got to spend some time with an old professor uh, who I really actually want to interview on this podcast because he's, man, it's probably going to take like a five-episode series to even share his life story. Uh, But that said, we were talking about, you know, morning affirmations, evening affirmations, and I was reminded of the fact that I used to do this and, you know, life gets in the way. You, you, You let a few things slip here and there. Oh, I won't do it today. Oh, shucks, I forgot to do it yesterday. And then sooner or later, you just stop doing it, which is a very unfortunate thing. I've been back to doing my affirmations for maybe five days now after my conversation with this friend. And yesterday was, it was such a funny day. I woke up in the morning and I was, you know, trying to be positive. And, you know, there's been a lot of things that have come up that have been difficult, but that's life. And I went to brush my teeth and I was squeezing the toothpaste and then the toothpaste just like kind of squirted out. And for a millisecond, I was like, oh no. But then it landed on my toothbrush. I was like, oh, today's going to be a good day. And what's fascinating is that tiny moment shaped the direction for the rest of my day. Let me explain why. I found my grandpa's old bow like his recurved bow and and I used to love archery when I was little and with COVID you know newfound time right so I've never had that bow strung it's literally an 80 year old bow and I've been scared to have it strung because I don't know if it's any good so I drove into town 
couldn't find the archery place. I looked it up. I apparently was in the totally wrong place. I went to the different place. I called them. They didn't answer. And I'm just like, ah, well, this is proving to be complicated. So then I drove all the way to the other side of the island to this other archery place. I went in there like, oh, we can't actually help you. We don't have a string that's the right length and something else. They said, try the first place I went to. Only it turns out that there was an archery place at the first location. I just didn't see it. Now, me, I'm the type that, depending on my capacity for the day, would get really frustrated at three failed attempts, only to find out that the first one was correct and I have to go all the way back to the first place. But I was fine with it. And then when I got there, I handed the bow to the the guy. He inspected it. He was pretty sure it wasn't going to work, but he tested it. And he was very surprised that it was fine. He strung it. He showed me how to string it because I don't know a lot about archery. I just think it's fun. And, you know, then there were a couple of things that happened throughout the, the rest of the day that were really great. And the reason I share this is because, like I said, I am so recently throughout this COVID time, I have been so easily discouraged and it's been so frustrating because I'm generally somebody who's kind of on the bright side, but, ah, man, throughout this last year and a half, two years, I've been, small things have just kind of make me want to sit down and say, huh, well, today's lost, but it's not. It's not. And I want to encourage you that the same goes for you. And, and if you're listening to me and you're like, well, you're just lame. I don't have this problem. Great. I hope that you are already focusing on the positive and that you are choosing how your day is going to go. I can't overstate the significance of starting right. So... As I've shared in this this podcast before, uh, I've worked in construction in a really long t- or for a really long time, and I've had to do things with my own hands. I've had to manage projects and all sorts of things. And I will tell you, when a frame is done poorly, it makes the drywall difficult to hang. When the drywall is hung incorrectly, there's more taping and mudding to make it look nice. When it's wavy and ripply. The paint job doesn't look nice when it's finished. Now, in any of these steps, can you correct the previous step? To a degree, yes. But for the most part, it's very, very difficult if it's not impossible to absolutely correct a fundamental problem of crooked framing. So if you start your day in the wrong direction. It's not impossible to redirect, but it is difficult. I'll tell this story like this comedian that I heard. He said that following um, your God's purpose for your life is like a GPS. You know, you miss a turn. The GPS doesn't say, well, drive yourself into a wall. It's over. It just says recalculating. And it gives you, it's going to tell you to take the next exit and you're going to have to loop around and come back. And if you miss that one, it says recalculating and then recalculating and recalculating. And 
So the thing about that is at some point in our analogy, you're going to run out of day and then it's going to be the next day. And then you're just going to start over, which in this case is not a bad thing because that means that you can only have one day of junkness if you choose to end the day differently and to start the day, the next day differently. I cannot encourage you enough in chasing after what I'm talking about for at least a week. Just try it out for a week. I mean, it's not going to cost you anything other than maybe an extra 30 minutes in the morning. But I really, really want you to try this. You don't have to listen to the recordings that I'm going to post but I really want you to go for it on your own if you don't listen to the recording that I'm making. What you want to do is if you're going to record yourself, I would suggest that you record something kind of gentle and soft and have it frame your day in such a way that you're ready to start the next day having learned from today. And then the morning one for the next day, you can be a little more excited and a little more, you know, hurrah and facing the day and and whatnot. And on both recordings that I am doing, I will be saying very basic things about you being a conqueror or a champion because it's your life. At the end of your day or at the end of your life, when you're looking back at everything you've done. We don't actually have the ability to blame anyone else for our experiences because it's our choice. Two people can go to the same party with opposite attitudes and have absolutely different experiences that evening. Two people can go to the same movie with their likes and dislikes and their attitude from the day and have two completely independent experiences as well. So it's your life when you end it. How is it going to be? You are supposed to be the hero of your own story. You are supposed to be the main character of your own story. You're not the supporting role. Regardless of what anyone has told you, you are not the supporting role. Now think about that for a second. There are movies where the main character is actually not the CEO of the business or the the king of the empire. In fact, there are sometimes it's not even the leader of the army. It's just the small person in the army that is the main character. You, regardless of your circumstances, are the main character of your life. So today is the day that you can break through and choose how will you live your life? How will you perceive your life? Will you perceive it in such a way that you attract people to your life? Or will you perceive it in a way that people don't want to be around you? I can't give credit to the video because I can't remember who did it. And I don't remember if it was a social experiment or what, but they did this uh, 
experiment where they had two groups of women watch a dating profile video of some guy. On one video, the guy was in kind of, the lighting was a little bit darker and he sits there and he says, yeah, I'm John and I really don't know why I'm signed up for this dating thing. I feel really stupid, but my friend told me I needed to. And so here I am. I like dogs. Um, I don't really like cats. They're kind of annoying. Um, yeah. Uh, walking on the beach is cool. And then the other recording that the other group of girls got to see, you know, they the two groups of women were separated and were watching different videos and they weren't told what was happening. And the other video, the lighting was a little bit brighter and the guy sat there and said, hey, my name's John. I feel kind of stupid about making this video, but my friends told me to give it a shot. So here I am. I like dogs and I don't like cats because they're kind of annoying, but... Um, I like walks on the beach, and yeah, that's me. Now, when even just listening to the two options that I gave, because you only have the sound of my voice, isn't it radically different? So in the experiment, as you would imagine, the women who saw the video where he was positive and upbeat, the majority, if not all of them, said that they would give him a chance for a first date. And the women who saw the video of him all down and sad, I believe it was one out of the four or five, if that, that said that they would give him a chance. So, again, he said the same thing, both recordings. In, in his case, he was reading a script. I was just saying it from memory. And it was just the way he presented it which changed the outlook of it. Are you, are you trying to attract the right people onto your team? Are you trying to have things go in your favor? Are you trying to get your boss to maybe give you that raise? Hey boss, um, I'm really broke and I, I really need a raise from you because I just work super hard. And Or, hey boss, I've been working really hard for you and I was wondering if we could talk about maybe my getting a raise because I feel like I contribute more to this company now than I did when you hired me. And I would like to see if there's any extra money in the budget to compensate me for that. Very different. Yes, in this case, it was different wording as well, but you get the basic principle. So as I end this whole thing, I really want to say again for the 50th time, this is such a simple but actionable step that you can do to better your day-to-day -day life pretty much immediately. Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily a believer in the whole think that checks are going to come in the mail and they're just going to show up. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. But I do believe that opportunities and other things start coming towards you. With that... I want to thank you for listening, and I hope that you've been enriched in some way. And if you have questions or comments, or if you want a custom 
recording for an affirmation, then we would love to work with you. So just visit ihicoaching.com and please feel free to send us a message and we'd love to hear from you. So again, my name is Danny Jones. We are IHI Coaching and this is your Gifts Podcast.